United States of America has elected Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. as its 46th president after an excruciating election which produced the oldest man to be America's president and the first colored person and woman to be vice president. The context of the contentious general election campaign for president by both parties has been the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus disease, 2019, COVID-19, pandemic. Any well-meaning leader and astute politician would welcome a crisis because it presents an opportunity to lead and to cement his legacy through successful crisis management and resolution. Crises can produce change and transformation in the world and solidify the greatness of the leader just as Abraham Lincoln is worshipped in American history on a par with the Founding Fathers for upholding the values of the American Republic. Biden faces five simultaneous crises, pandemic management, an economy that is recovering from a recession brought about by the Trump administration's response to the pandemic and rising economic inequality, rampant racial injustice particularly against African Americans, resetting American foreign policy to align with American values and climate change. He comes into office to step into these crises in a politically divided and polarized country, transitioning from a predecessor who in his reluctance to leave office is climaxing his debasement of public discourse by casting aspersions on the conduct of the electoral process in the world's oldest and pioneering modern democracy because he did not win the election. This is a challenge not experienced even by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR, who took office during the throes of the Great Depression with a large popular mandate but FDR's playbook could help prepare Biden to deal with the legacy of his predecessor whose ideology and political aspiration was to undo FDR and Lyndon Baines Johnson LBJ. Biden, like FDR, needs to assemble a competent team of policy advisors during the transition to produce a suite of policies to begin resolving in parallel, in his first 100 days as president, each of the crises he has to deal with. The raging pandemic has to be brought under control with a national strategy that includes immediately a mandate for simple but effective public health measures such as masks and social distancing before better point of care, POC, tests, self-tests, therapeutics, and vaccines become available to the public at large for normal lives to resume at the earliest. This will go a long way in enabling a robust, sustainable, and durable economic recovery back to pre-pandemic levels. In parallel, the new Congress and the administration will have to provide the inordinately delayed economic aid to the many struggling Americans affected by COVID-19 and the resultant economic situation unless Trump and the current Congress do it well before then. Biden could be presiding over reshoring, which brings the global supply chain back to America, closer to American workers and consumers. At the same time American multinationals will continue to push to open markets worldwide not only to target foreign consumers as they have done so far, but to produce locally in those markets closer to foreign workers and consumers. All of this transformation is being made possible because of advanced manufacturing and computing technologies which are equalizing production costs around the world including in developed countries taking away the cost advantage that developing countries had thus far because of the rising labor costs there. Biden could add to this already occurring trend by introducing climate-friendly policies and infrastructure investment. The United States must, at long last, lead on climate change and natural resource conservation by removing subsidies on fossil fuels and subsidizing green technologies and circular economy, and stay ahead of the Paris climate targets. This has been, among other things, an election about rising income disparity in the United States since the end of the Cold War, the top 10% of income earners v. the rest of the country. So far, both parties since Bill Clinton co-opted the top 10%. Even if the global supply chain is reshored and there are investments in a green economy, 
Advancement of the technology has increased the size of the services economy and marginalized manufacturing and agriculture putting a premium on at least a four-year college education for employment in the services sector, and a two-year associate's degree for vocational occupations. The costs of education and healthcare have been rising above inflation for quite some time. So, the incoming Biden administration will have to redistribute income through higher taxation on the top 10% for stronger social protections and fix the education and health care problems. Dealing with economic inequality, including social protections and affordable access to quality education and health care, and racial injustice needs bipartisan deliberation, dialogue and legislative action to accomplish which Biden will need to muster his long experience in Washington, D.C., because it requires deft political maneuvering. The situations with China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and Israel and Palestine each require tailored foreign policy approaches working with Western European allies and the United Nations to ensure fair trade, put the world on the path toward global denuclearization, and a peace settlement in a demilitarized Middle East. Such a focused policy-driven approach to resolving each of the five crises Biden is facing rather than getting bogged down in satisfying the various factions in the Democrat Party will make him an effective leader and perhaps a great president.